Live from Greeley, Colorado, on the campus of the University of Northern Colorado, this is UNC Bears football and Bears bash. And we are so excited this afternoon because we are seven days away from college football kicking off in our beautiful state of Colorado and in the greatest place in the world, Northern Colorado. Hello again, everyone. I'm Blake Olson. I'm the new voice of UNC Bears football. And I am joined today by the great Aaron Rath, who enters his <laughs> seventh year as the color analyst for the UNC Bears uh, football program and Matt Gator the former offensive lineman for the UNC Bears the first time he has not played football in 19 years he'll be on the sidelines reporting for us during game day so first of all I'm going to turn to Aaron and Aaron great to see you this has been uh boy I guess what three and a half weeks of, of camp and it feels good out here it does feel good out here. They got their final scrimmage in today. They stepped past that, and now it's officially game week. It's, it's, it's all about prep for Houston Baptist. The last week we've seen some prep for Houston Baptist, but now that's, that's what it's all about is, is going through that routine and getting ready for Houston Baptist. And I'll tell you what, for anybody that's listening, if you haven't gotten season tickets or tickets for any games, you're going to want to be in – in Nottingham Field, because I think this team is going to be very exciting to watch. Well, I think it's the best bang for your buck. And we're going to we're going to talk about that, Aaron, in just a second after we talk to Matt here. And you're in that transition period where you you used to be a player a year ago. You know all these guys in uniform. One of your roommates uh, is one of the assistant coaches now, Eddie Gonzalez. And here you are. How does this feel, Matt Gator? You know, it's it's great being up here on the other side of things, not having to go through camp. It's definitely been weird, though, what, going to these practices and not having to do anything, just watching these guys go through it. But it's been a great feeling just kind of still getting to know them and be on the other side of things. You have to cook for yourself now, so how does that feel? I mean, Honestly, a lot better not, than, not, than having to eat the dorm food three <laughs> times a week. It's I get to eat my own food, unless healthier Hogue, food. Unless David Hogue is, is cooking, right? I know. I, I missed out on that one. I was, I was bummed I didn't get to be there for that. <laughs> but you have lost weight. How much weight have you lost? I've lost about 50 pounds since since incredible. last season ended. So if we needed you to step in and no, be, the, be the center, it's no. not happening? No, I would get, I'd get, get pushed, I'd get pushed around. <laughs> have you? Mentally, I could do it, but I would get pushed around out there. Did you always play on the offensive line, defensive line, or what positions did you play was, growing up? I grew up as a defensive lineman and played that all through high school and even my first few years of college. And then it was really my first year when I got here to UNC that I kind of was asked to transfer over to O-line and wasn't super happy about it because no one really is when you're asked to change positions, but... Sure. I just I was like, you know, this is probably the best chance for me to play, get on the field, and so I just embraced it, and then I had three years in, as an offensive lineman and absolutely loved it, and now I consider myself an offensive lineman. And you were all right at it. I mean, I, I think I was okay. Good, right? <laughs> I think I was okay. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. He had, he had good feet. Aaron, uh, we're a week away from kickoff, 2 o'clock kick against Houston Baptist, about, what, 500 meters away from where we are right now and by the way if you have family friends come on down here to bears bash oh, yeah. right now what's going on here and we'll talk about the the roster and go through the season and get you ready for this year's unc bears football and we got a ton of stuff going on down here at the bears bash it goes till one o'clock there's bouncy houses there's all kinds of sponsors out here 
the teams are out here on us. I know I saw the women's soccer team. I've seen the men's basketball team. There's some players. There's some track athletes out here, some golfers, all kinds of games. You can come out and get them. Then they've got, you know, all the schedule posters that they put out here. They'll have uh, athletes doing autographs on the schedule posters. So you can come and get their autographs and, and meet them. That way, when you're going to their games at, at UNC, you know who they are. You've met them. It's just a ton of fun. It's a great chance to meet all the athletes. I see some of the, the bat men's basketball players over there uh, kicking a soccer ball around like they know what they're doing. So uh, <laughs> we'll see if Coach Smiley appreciates that. But, uh, you know, it's just a great chance to get out here and, and meet the Bears and, and the coaches and the players and have some fun. Spectacular weather, blue skies, sunshine. If you have kids, you don't have kids, bring them down yeah. here. We are so lucky to live in this area and so many uh, options for your kids and entertainment and, you know, where you're not going to break your pocketbook. Situation like this, this is a dream come true if you have younger kids especially. Yeah, it's absolutely free. I mean, there's there's no charge to get in here. So, yeah, come on down. And, and you, I had my 11-year-old out at practice uh, last week. And he just had a ball because these players, and Matt knows this, they understand embracing the the community of Greeley in northern Colorado and talking to the young players because this, this is a great option, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And I remember being one of those young kids coming out to a practice or a game. And any time a player takes five, ten seconds just to even introduce themselves to you or have a small conversation with you, when you're that young, it means the world to you. You know, Matt, one of the great things about having a sideline reporter, and I did it for years, uh, you know, you are the eyes and ears down on the field. Aaron and I, uh, by the way, I'm calling him A.A. Ron, and he's calling me Balake. We're the A.A. So. Ron and Balake show. <laughs> so they may not let us into the press box. Uh, but the eyes and ears on the sidelines, and that's that's what's going to be great about this. You're going to be able to, to, to tell our fans what we don't see. And, and inform us and, and get us in there. You're, you're basically in the trenches once again. I know, and I'm still going to be down on that same sideline that I've been on the, for those last three, four years, but just a little bit different and doing a little bit different of a job, and I'm kind of looking forward to it. It'll be my first time doing that, but it'll still feel familiar. You won't get one of those cool jerseys, but I won't, you'll still I won't. look good. Never got, never got my name on the jersey, but yeah. it's all right. Yeah, well, before we move on here, let's talk about the new jerseys today. We'll put them out on Twitter today. I'm yeah. sure Aaron will, and I will as, uh, as well. But uh, the jersey's dark blue. We'll have gold numbers and big white letters, their last name, on the jerseys. What, what do you think of the new jerseys? Uh, I absolutely love them. First off, I think it's good that the players get to have their names on the jersey. I know – Many people fall on both sides of the fence, but it gives them something to work towards, to earn, to get their name on the back of a of a of a Division One FCS jersey and play college football. But I think my favorite part about them is the numbers are broadcaster friendly. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're, they are. they're yellow, big, and very uh-huh. evident as to what number they are. And old man friendly. Now, yes. Matt doesn't have to worry about that, but they are. Now, I have to say, I like them with the, with the yellow helmets, the gold helmets. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought those were a good luck. Yeah, with, with the blue, Matt, I'm not as uh, big a fan of these jerseys, but if, if they go with the yellow helmet. Yeah, and I think if they're wearing blue pants, almost like a color rush, I think the blue helmets would look good. Yeah, just full blue. See, all you but young people, I know. and love you know what? That color style. rush. So I asked about <laughs> six or seven players when we were over Nottingham when they were doing their walkthrough mm-hmm. over there. 
what they thought and and what helmet they would go with it. Mm-hmm. And it was about 50-50. Really? Blue and gold. And they all said blue helmet with blue pants. But if they wear the gold helmet, they'd want to wear the gold pants. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Okay. And they, they were so we'll white see. pants for the practice today. So wish they still had the white helmets, but don't, don't have know, those what anymore. What they do with the – I liked the white helmet. Uh, with the gray jerseys and the gray yeah, pants. Yeah, those look good. Yeah, those, those are nice, good. but – Those are clean. You, you just never know. This day and age, I mean, if you have 16 There's uniforms There's so many different combos. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I guess you're not playing football if you don't have that many combinations, no. right? Uh, Ed McCaffrey, <laughs> obviously, in his second year, uh, trying to super- surpass that three-win uh, mark. They had to deal with so much adversity last year. And the fact, honestly, when I step back and look at it, Aaron, I, I mean, three wins was a big accomplishment given what they had to deal with last year. Yeah, we had two games where we had three coaches. We had a, a, one on defense, one on offense, and, and the head coach, Ed McCaffrey. That was it. We didn't have the full – I mean, if you look out there now, what do they got, 15 coaches? Sure. You got position co- – we, we had three games where we – or two games where we traveled with three coaches. And then we had one game where we were sitting in the airport going, are we going to go? We were missing – I think wasn't that was the Northern – or not the Northern Arizona game. I remember what game it was. It was on the road. Yep. But we had like 18 players – Test positive, yep, and didn't travel with us game morning. Yep, no, and incredible. Yeah, had that couple times where we were just left there sitting on the bus and yeah. had one person's test who was, came up inconclusive, and it's like, well, it's, what's right. going to happen? And yep. then his whole house gets quarantined. Yep, so it's like none of them can play. And dealing with a lot last yeah, year. Yeah, there was a lot that happened last year that I think really truly affected. And if you look back at the games and the scores of the games. This team, the Bears team last year, was in a lot of those games. Mm-hmm. Montana State, they lost big time. If you look at the final score, you're going to say they doesn't, didn't deserve doesn't to be show there. how that game was. At though. halftime, that game was a lot closer, and it should have been even closer, but there was a pick thrown right before halftime. They yep. scored going into halftime, and that was a momentum changer. But this team was a lot better than the record indicated, in my opinion. Hey, you're listening to UNC Bears football at Bears Bash on the campus of the University of Northern Colorado, uh, just south of Nottingham Field on the practice fields. And as Aaron mentioned, we have bouncy houses, the band coming. We have all the athletes from the university here to celebrate fall and kickoff coming. Coming up this Saturday, you can hear the game, of course, uh, 2 o'clock kick. We'll start our broadcast at 1 o'clock on 1031 and 1310 KFKA. Bears Bash Family Fest right here in Greeley. Make your way over here wherever you are, whether you're in Loveland or you're in Holyoke right now. Get over here. Come on down and come over to the University of Northern Colorado as we get ready for kickoff and the Bears Houston Baptist in one week, and hopefully it will be as beautiful as it is today. Now, I have seen almost every practice. I think I've missed one practice, uh, maybe two practices, and Aaron was here, uh, obviously, for those. And, you know, I have been impressed with the competition and the depth at almost every position, and we can we can go from top to bottom, but obviously everyone wants to know about the quarterback situation Dylan McCaffrey is your guy. He's going to be the starting quarterback. He looks good, looks strong. Uh, he continues to gain muscle, it looks like. Now, I, I've watched this guy grow since he was in eighth grade. I actually remember him in the, in the locker room when I covered the Broncos a long time ago. 
but uh, it, he's. I think he is geared up and he's excited about this season. They should be uh, with the guys that he's throwing to and the guys that he's handing off to. Aaron. Yeah, I. I mean, I. I think he'll be better. Last year, what I I don't think a lot of people pay attention to is you know Max McCaffrey's the offensive coordinator, and he was thrown into that role right before camp. Yep. Right. Exactly. We went in. We went in for that first scrimmage out of camp. And, and Dylan just had just gotten. And here, Dylan right? just got here. He didn't have time to gel. That this is really the first year that the Bears coaching staff and players the specifically a lot of the starters have had that spring ball summer and then the fall camp and going into the practice going into the first game and Matt you know as much as anybody the more time you can spend together the more chemistry you can build the better your team's going to be absolutely and a lot of people look down on spring ball or don't like doing spring ball just because there's no reward for it. You don't get to play a game at the end of it. It's You get a scrimmage against yourself, but it's one of the most important things, being able to get that chemistry and gel together as a team, getting those reps in in the spring. And knowing your offensive linemen and offensive linemen, knowing your quarterback, that I mean, that doesn't – just building that relationship, it doesn't happen overnight. No, it takes time. It takes a lot of time. And I felt like we were kind of finally starting to get that towards the end of the year last year and then season's sure. over and – well, you're just getting rolling here, and we are here on the campus of the University of Northern Colorado. A beautiful day. Come on down to Bears Bash here at UNC, uh, just south of Nottingham Field as we get ready to kick off the season. We're going to return uh, with more. Hopefully, we'll have a few interviews from players and maybe some coaches, and we'll continue to break down your UNC Bears and Big Sky Conference football coming up on 103-1-1310 KFKA. Stay with us. One hundred three point one and thirteen ten KFKA. The University of Northern Colorado campus, just south of Nottingham Field. It's Bears Bash. Come on down here. What a beautiful day to celebrate college football as we get ready for kickoff. We're a week away. I'm Blake Olson along with Aaron Rath, Matt Gator, and David Sobolchek. Did I say it correctly? Yes, you did, sir. Very good. And he, he told me Smith before we, we got on the air here, and, and I appreciate that. Um, a lot of thanks here as an athletic director that you have to deal with, uh, assistant athletic director. Tell us what's going on here today. Oh, how much time? I thought you only were doing an hour today. Uh, no, this is a Take really cool event uh, that we've been doing. It actually predates me, and we've just moved it out here to the practice field to take advantage of being able to have some of football practice you know, at the beginning as well. But it's a family-friendly event. We're trying to invite the community out to meet our teams. Tons of teams out here doing little mini clinics. We've got some vendors with tons of giveaways, bounce houses for the kids, some food. Who doesn't love Kona Ice, man? Right. Pepsi's here. We're giving away Shields gift cards. We still have, I think, three drawings for Shields gift cards today. So tons of opportunities, families, just a really fun day to intermix and kind of meet the Bears. And this goes till 1 o'clock? Yes, sir. So, David, let's talk about tickets. I know we've got, you know, a lot of stuff going on. We've got volleyball going on. The volleyball team is a solid team. They've picked up a couple of big wins. Women's soccer going on and football. Lots of going on right now, yeah. Soccer, volleyball, already in swing. Football obviously kicks off on the third. So, you know, soccer's undefeated. We'll yep. start there. They're 2-1-1. They're they actually play again tomorrow. 
Soccer is always free, so really I implore fans to get out to Jackson Field at noon tomorrow. Uh, we play Valparaiso, which will be another great matchup for the ladies. And, uh, you know, Tim's got that team clicking on all cylinders. I think they were fin- they were picked first in the league again this year. So that is one of our probably two most consistent programs, them and volleyball. So mm-hmm. we'll transition right to volleyball. Uh, you know, had a big win last night, UCSB, and I kept on messing up and calling them USCB. <laughs> uh, one of the many things I do sometimes, I got pulled into doing PA because we were short last night. So Ooh, fun. I, awesome. I, I flexed that up a little, a couple times. Um, but we've got North Carolina tonight. So I just wow. walked through the gym 20 minutes ago, and they're big. I mean, it's a Power 5 team. But the cool thing is, Lindsay was in there, and I talked to her. We match up well because, you know, we're big for a group of five or a small <laughs> you know, smaller school, kind of big sky level team. So we're excited about that opportunity to have a team like North Carolina in here. They're a borderline top 25, top 30 team. So it'll be a great chance to pick up a win and, you know, pick up some RPI points uh, for the long haul. Battle of the UNCs. That's right. We're the real UNC. Please that's stand right. Out now. <laughs> you know, that's funny. You go around the country and you say UNC, and, and, and honestly, when you leave the state, you know, people look at you crazy. You have to say bears and all that. But this is, this is truly the, the real UNC, as you said. Now, David, uh, I get in this conversation a lot. This is why I love FCS football, and we were just talking about this. I – like the playoff system, I would rather be fighting for a real playoff. It, you, you end up playing 16, 17 games, you make it to a national championship, maybe, you know, maybe 14, 15 if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. But how do you sell that to football fans, not only here in northern Colorado, but around the state? I think from a football fan perspective, we just sell fun. You know, what we try to be here at UNC, you know, this is a crowded market. Face it, the reality is mm-hmm. northern Colorado. They may not want to admit it, you know, 40 minutes from us or 50 minutes from us, but this is a pro sports market. Um, and so it's a challenge. We just sell fun and family-friendly. There's, there's no more price-conscious, uh, you know, ticket that you can get in northern Colorado. And when you come to Nottingham Stadium, you know, if you've got little kids and stuff, you can be anywhere in the stadium and feel comfortable with them. You can watch them. We've got a Chippers Family Fun Zone where we have jumpers inside the stadium. You don't do that, you know, at the FBS or, you know, especially power five level. That doesn't happen. You can't go on the field, you know, those type of things. So we really sell family-friendly entertainment for UNC football, getting fans out here. That's Ed's job, you know, selling the FCS aspect and, the you know, the chance to compete for championships. You know, some of our fans are, are really into that. Um, but I think we still have this, this structure of fans that, you know, we're really good at the D2 level, mm-hmm. and we haven't quite proven ourselves yet at the Division One level. And it's a really good conference. So we've got a lot of teams, you know, that, that we're hoping to sneak up on and we're continuously getting better. And we've got some challenges and some opportunities, though, to, to, to try to keep getting that program better. There's no reason, though, and I just recently moved to northern Colorado, even though I grew up here, from Denver. And you're right. It's Broncos country. We get that. And, and you know, the Rockies feel slighted. The Nuggets mm-hmm. feel slighted. Mm-hmm. The Avalanche feel slighted. But there's no reason Greeley – can't one day become like Bozeman or, yeah. you know, or, or, or Missoula. Yep, that's, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head. We would love to see Greeley really be a college town. And I haven't been here long enough. My understanding is it was more of a college town um, 20, 25 years ago. But it's bigger now. Uh, and it's lost a little bit of that feel maybe because, you know, there's a lot of people who have moved in that you know, weren't from Greeley or even not from Colorado, whatever. Um, but we've got a great opportunity to make it that. And, 
Um, our president's doing a great job of really connecting the university better to the city. I've worked on that for six years, working with the Chamber of Commerce, the downtown action team. We do Friday Fest. We do this event, you know, with the Tribune. Um, when we started partnering with them, it came from after my first year. We had this event, and then the very next day, the Tribune had a kids' event over at St. Michael's. And I was like, <laughs> this is crazy. And I was over there with my kids, and I'm like, all right, who do I need to talk to? Let's do this together, and let's have one big event. We can supply the student-athletes and that entertainment option that you don't have, and you can you know, work with the companies and stuff and just invite the community out to have a great time and enjoy uh, the opportunity to, to meet the Bears. You know, we talk about family and, and the fun in the stadium and all that stuff and, and how we want to turn this into college town. I, I, ticket prices do it. I mean, you can get a, a season ticket for – of football for 65 bucks mm-hmm. i mean where are you going to get you can't even buy a broncos nosebleed <laughs> ticket for 65 bucks yeah it's, especially on the secondary market yeah 65 dollars just kind of gets you in the door for the entire season ticket if you want to take one step further those family friendly option we have a clauses cub club it's 40 bucks for the entire year you get in free to everything so that's basically a season ticket for football men's basketball women's basketball wrestling and volleyball which are the five sports we actually ticket so to me, that's the greatest thing that a family can do. It's 40 bucks for the first kid, and it's only 25 bucks if you've got more kids. So you have two kids, 65 bucks. They're taken care of for the entire year. They get some stuff. They get letters from Claus, birthday card, some cool things. That's awesome. Um, so we do that, um, and, we've, and we actually changed our ticketing pricing this year for single-game tickets so that for all games, um, there's a $5 ticket across the board for kids. So youth tickets for every single one of our sport, there's a $5 ticket. doesn't matter if it's football or volleyball or wrestling. There's a $5 ticket to make sure that's affordable if you only come to one or two games a year. And here's what you get that you don't get at a Broncos game. You have one of the great bands in the country. Oh, yeah. That's what college football is all about. Honestly, I don't like going to NFL football games because I don't get to hear a band like what UNC puts in, in, in the stands. I don't know. You, you, you probably you, – you, you're cueing something. You don't even know that. But They're marching up. right behind you. <laughs> well, uh, come on. Our band, That's why he's a professional. Uh, yeah. How he, did that happen? You, you were turned around. You didn't even see it. And I'm looking, and I'm like, well, here they come. Yeah, David, the pri- you have no idea. <laughs> the, the pride of the Rockies, uh, truly. Were you a coach the eyes in, or a teacher, eyes in the back of the head? So the pride of the Rockies, you know, they're marching in here right now. It's another thing that we wanted to make sure we bring to this event as well so the fans can hear the pride. We'll have them down for Friday Fest on the second two downtown that they do, uh, and they'll perform for the fans down there. And, you know, it's a great opportunity. Honestly, they'll be honest, just like a lot of things, they lost a little steam because of COVID and they weren't allowed to play and do things. We have a new band director. Um, You know, the same band director was here for like 425 years, Dick Main. Um, And then now we have a new band director just started. He's eager. He's excited. He wants to work with athletics. He wants to do stuff in the community. So, we're really excited uh, to have the Pride of Rockies marching in right now. And how cool was that? Coach uh, got to direct the band on his birthday the other day. That was day. cool. That was cool. It was neat. We, we talked about that, and that's a good way. We did that to take Ed over there to, so he could show them the appreciation and make that connection to the band to let them know, hey, you're getting back off your feet. You're important to us. We want you in the stands having a good time. Tell your friends. Tell them to come out the games. But you're just as important in in that game day environment as anything else. David, thank you so much. Great to meet you. Appreciate it. And thank you for telling me your last name is Smith. (laughs) (laughs) And good luck the rest of the way. We are going to have a blast with UNC Bears football once again in 2022. It'll be a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. 
Excellent. Thank you very much. I can't wait to hear the band. Can we can we get the microphone over there? I wish we could. I wish we, we need, could. We need Gator on a on a wireless microphone. No, that would be it, nice. It it is Sobolchek. Thank goodness. Thank you, David. What a beautiful day. Come out here to Bears Bash uh, on the campus, of course, right by Butler Hancock and uh, Nottingham Field, just south of that on the practice fields. We're going to come back, and there's my man Tyzel Lewis. He is ready to go and start at the quarterback uh, spot on defense. We're going to talk to some players and some more here as we get ready for UNC Bears football 2022 and Bears Bash here on the campus. We'll be back with more after this on 1031 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back to the University of Northern Colorado in Greeley. It's Bears Fest, and we are getting ready for college football Saturday in one week at Nottingham Field. They're getting the band ready here. Blake Olson along with Aaron Rath, Matt Gator. And joining us right now is Tyzel Lewis. Tyzel Lewis is a corner on defense, one of our two corners on this team, and I have watched this young man grow up the past six, seven years. I can, I'm losing track right now, yes, Tyzel, yes, but this is your opportunity to play Division I football, transferring from Butte uh, Community College and a junior college program, but you played your high school football here in Colorado at Chaparral High School and right. high school basketball, even though Jimmy Spencer may doubt <laughs> you on that. Uh, but how does it feel to be here, Tyzel? I know you're thrilled. Oh, man, it feels good to be back home, you know, close to friends, family, all that. And with the guys around me, it was it was welcoming. They, they welcomed me in fast, got me comfortable real fast around everybody. So... The team, you know, it's a brotherhood. I already feel a part of it already. I've only been here less than three months, so I love it here already, man. So, and I'm back home. So <laughs> I was just going to say, we start at home. You, you know, what's more exciting, being able to play now in front of family that can just drive up the road 50 minutes or being able to hit somebody not wearing a Bears jersey? Man, <laughs> I, I got I to say not hitting somebody wearing a Bears jersey, man. But... Not playing in front of the family, that is, it's amazing, man. It's, it's a dream for anybody, uh, especially to come back home, uh, being away for three years. But, yeah, we definitely ready to put it on somebody else. Excited for that. Hard to believe it's been three years, right? <laughs> three away years. from Colorado. And, and, and uh, today you guys break out your new game jerseys. How do you like those? Oh, my God. So fresh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Names on the backs. We love it, man. We love it in the locker room. So I got to ask you, a yellow helmet or blue helmet? That's kind of a debate we've been having. Blue or yellow the helmet? Think about it. With I that jersey. It's got to be the right, the right I gotta answer I got to say blue. Oh, Tyzel, you, okay, with you the let me down. Mask with the, Come it's, on. It's nice. we, got the, we got the gold stickers on the side. So then blue pants too, right? All blue, blue color rush. I like the white pants. Huh? You don't like the white? I like, I like the, white. the white pants. I like the white uh, pants, the uh, yellow helmet, and the new jerseys. Yeah. And they spelled yeah, yeah, your yeah. name uh, correctly on the back, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> of course. Of you course. know what? Well, we let Aaron and 
I, we love about the jerseys, the numbers are huge, so we can see them. I mean, yes. I'm a lot older than Aaron, yeah. but I, we, we can actually see the numbers, so that's a good thing. Right. You can see the numbers. You can see the, the, the names on the back, unless you got long hair. I mean, <laughs> Which you kind of do. A little bit. A little, <laughs> little bit. bit. It kind of tucks up under the yeah, helmet. Yeah, my boy Bird, Frankie, yep. yeah, all them boys, you can't really see their names, but they looking real nice out there. Hey, speaking of your teammates, Cameron Murray transfers from Wyoming, and, man, you talk about some bookends, having you and Cameron over there. Can you talk about him as a player? Man, Cam, that's a, that's a leader right there. That's a that's a real dedicated, motivational leader. He he steps up when nobody else does. He makes plays when nobody else does. He knows the playbook. Uh, Cam, that's also a Colorado boy. If yes, know. he is. Uh, so yeah, man. When I heard Cam was coming here, I got even more excited to come back and play with one of my brothers. And you mentioned Bird. He's having a nice camp as well. Bird, yes, man. I'm excited for Bird. Good Made six. a nice hit today in the scrimmage. Bird, birds fly around, right? <laughs> we'll have to use that on the air. <laughs> That's right. The birds fly around, Come and on. he has. You know, there, uh, there have been some guys to me in that defensive backfield, impressive, and we've talked about it for three weeks now, but the competition is, is, is pretty amazing, it's, isn't it? I love it, man. It's, it's the guys in the room. If, if you don't feel like you're getting better, there's – if you feel like you're the best in the room, there's guys in the room that also feel like that. And that's just more motivation and more, more things to learn from from the guy next to you, which is a good thing because all of us in there, we I, we all we the best DB room in the nation. And I, and I can say that confidently. UNC cornerback Tyzel Lewis making his way back to Colorado will start next week. Woo. Just about six, I'm going to say 600 meters from here at Nottingham Field. Nottingham Field. Against baby. Houston Baptist University. He'll be wearing number eight yes, in sir. the New Jersey. And uh, a guy named Jordan Napke, uh, who's a leader on this team, he's trying to come back from injury. Another Colorado guy. Uh, Kind of talk about his progression and as he he makes his way back in to action. Man, I'm so excited for Napke. Um, I never played with Napke, but but since since, since I've been here, Napke's one of the best safeties I ever played with. Uh, his his that's high praise. High, very. He yeah. deserves it. He deserves it. Um, Boomer, real big boom. That's <laughs> that's my nickname for Napke. Real big boom. <laughs> real big boom. He'll, he'll he'll lay the wood, won't he? <laughs> that's what I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Houston Baptist going to find out real soon, man. <laughs> so when it was time to transfer and, you know, you saw the schools you wanted to go to, other than it being in Colorado and close to home, what drew you to the Bears? Just, just the coaching staff. I know Coach McCaffrey was up here. Um, Coach Spencer, that was that was a that was a big part of it because I know what he could do in the back end. I know the things he know. He's a smart man. Um, all the and the brotherhood, man. When I came on a visit, some of the guys they they loved on me, man. So and we got out, we got to know each other a little bit, and you know we just connected real well. How enjoyable is it in 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 uh, man coverage in one on ones? In practice, when you're going up against these receivers, man, that is that is just the greatest man. entertainment there is on planet Earth. Man, I love it, man, because you know we both trying to win, so, right? So when he lines who's, up, who's the toughest receiver to to, to cover? That's that's tough, man, because you got Cass, you got Big Cass, Cassidy you got, Woods, you got Shifty Trev out there, Shifty <laughs> Ty out there, you Travis got Travis Graham. Zane, Zane, Ty Dangerous. Arrington, Zane Zinicola. Zane, Dane, you got fast, no, 
they are dangerous. They are. You got a great route runners, great speed. route speed, hands. You and guess who they're getting coached up by? Lou McCaffrey. <laughs> Lou McCaffrey, man. I think I, I am so impressed with the receivers. And I have to tell you, I think Graham has had an incredible camp. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good hands, strong, fast, very shifty. Transfer from Texas State. Yes, sir. Uh, his dad played defensive back at the University of Minnesota. He's a, he, his cousin. Do you know who his cousin is? Uh-uh. Michael Irvin. So we need to start calling him playmaker. What do you think? <laughs> you think I, I mean, Michael Irvin is, is a – and you know what? I see him run. I, I, I can see it in the bloodlines. My, yeah. I, and you know Cheresby having a stash yeah. too. Just How stash. about the stash? Yeah. <laughs> I like that in his picture. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, unlike, you know, the goatee and the beards that we see today, uh, Travis Graham, not Travis Graham, Travis. wears that, that grown man's mustache. Yeah. Looks like he, he, he's running a corner <laughs> store or something. You know, like he's a, a businessman <laughs> yeah, or something. Man, but he, I'll tell you what, he I would think he he's he would be difficult to cover. Very, very. He's shifty. I mean, once he – against all our receivers, you have to play very different because they all different. None of them come at you the same. So, you got to lock in every time you step up on that line against one of our guys. All right, Tyzel, we're going to let you go so you can sign some autographs. Yes, there are sir. a lot of kids out there who, who need to meet you. And, and and they are going to be thrilled to watch you on Saturdays. Yes, oh, sir. absolutely. I'm yes, excited sir. to watch you on Saturdays. Line up, get some picks, some pick sixes. We can oh, yeah. talk about it, throw some highlights yes, up. Sir. I'm excited to see it as well. Yes, sir. We're turning up all year. All right, good luck the rest of the week, and uh, we'll talk to you probably on Monday or Tuesday, and we'll see you next Saturday at 2 o'clock at Nottingham Field. Tyzel Lewis. 2 o'clock, yes, sir. Thank you, All guys. right. The new, one of the new cornerbacks for the UNC Bears as we continue Bears Bash here. And how about the marching band behind yeah. us? I, I'm sure we can't hear it. The radio uh, listeners can't. But, Matt, if you want to get on the mic here, I want to ask you a few questions. Uh, when you're talking about camp and young players and transfers like Tyzel Lewis here, I mean, guys, this is a great athlete. He was an outstanding basketball player in high school, and he – plays the role, and I, I expect big things from him. But the competition in the defensive backfield is great, as Aaron talked about earlier. Yeah, no, absolutely. They're going to have a lot of depth out there this year, which is that's always going to be good because you're going to have people that could be starters on other teams that aren't going to get as much playing time. And anytime you can kind of breed that competition throughout a fall camp, that's, good, that's always going to be good for a team. What's the, you know, what's the most uh, difficult thing if you're a corner and you're looking at a guy like, like uh, Cassidy Woods, a, a physical, strong receiver uh, with speed, or a guy like Travis Graham? If you're a corner, man, you're on an island every play. I mean, the ner- you have to have so much confidence, don't you? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, that's a little bit out of my area of expertise. <laughs> Just I, a I, I like to think that cornerback and defensive backs are the most opposite position on the on the football field from offensive line. You were talking about that <laughs> and, the other day. And so I don't have a I don't have a <laughs> lot of experience being a corner, but just watching what like you said Cassidy Woods and Travis Graham can do, it's I don't know how you co- cover those guys. Oh, and especially either. when you're one-on-one in man coverage, it's they're tasked with a lot. Well, and they're tall and and they're fat, they're fast and yep. and they've got long arms, big reach. Yeah, they're they're tough covers. Nor- normally as a corner, you're going to be smaller. 
and they're going to be the wide receivers are going to be just as fast as you. Exactly, and, and you you can't talk about those two without talking about Zane Zidakola and Ty Arrington yeah, in the middle, absolutely. right? Those two True. coming across the middle. I mean, I've watched Ty grow up over the last yep. couple of years, and he's gotten thicker and thicker every year, mm-hmm. and he looks like he is ready to take some hits catching that ball across the middle this year. Yeah, playing, no, I expect Ty to have a great year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and his younger brother. What's yeah. interesting about this receiving? Uh, core. You have Cassidy Woods, younger brother here, uh, a freshman. And then uh, Ty's uh, younger brother, Christian, here yep. as well. And you talk about pushing your younger brothers and, and becoming a unit, but uh, it's, it really is impressive to see those receivers. And, and obviously, Aaron has seen them in the, from the press box, the, uh, especially this last year. And, and, and it's fun. I mean, they will get in space and they can hurt you. But, you know, you talk about the passing game. What I think is crucial is a balanced attack on yep. offense. I, I'm all about balanced attack. And we're going to talk about that coming up from Bears Fest after this break from the University of Northern Colorado. You're listening uh, to UNC Bears football as we kick it off next week from Nottingham Field at 2 o'clock. Aaron and Matt and myself uh, will be coming back right after this break and continue getting you ready for the big kickoff coming up. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the University of Northern Colorado on the campus just south of Nottingham Field. Blake Olson with you, Aaron Rath, and Matt Gator. We will bring you UNC football next Saturday right here on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. And it's UNC Bears football as they try to surpass that three-win mark. And you know what? I feel pretty good about it. I, I mean, I understand that it's going to be difficult in the Big Sky Conference. It always is. If they can stay healthy, they have a chance. And uh, there are great football players on this team and on this roster. And, Aaron, I'm pretty optimistic. No, I don't think you are. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic, too. You know, I've, I've listened to and watched a lot of shows, and people think, and, you know, if you look at the media and the coaches' poll, they've got them at the bottom. But everybody always looks at last year. Nobody digs deep enough into what did they get back. And, and I think, unfortunately, what happened is a lot of people look and go, they lost 35 people, mm-hmm. right? They can't be good if they lose 35 people. But they don't look that UNC actually brought in the most FBS transfers in the big sky. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't look at who they brought in to replace who they lost. And I think in, in quite a few positions, they actually got better after they brought in a new person. And, you know, what a lot of people don't understand, too, is when you have transfer portal the way it is now, when you bring in a new head coach, a lot of players are going to want to transfer out of that. They're not part of that system. They don't know that system. That wasn't the system they were brought in under. Maybe they're getting told that you're not going to play under my system. It's just a whole new ball game now. Yeah, and it's, that's just kind of one of those things that happens, especially like you mentioned with the transfer portal now. And you got to think that Coach McCaffrey's been here for three years now, but last season was really his first season. Yep. And so people leaving after a first season with a new head coach, that's not uncommon, especially only winning three games. People looking for new opportunities, and that's why we've been able to have a lot of these FBS transfers come in as they're looking for new opportunities. We know that David Hogue is the leader of this defense uh, at the linebacker spot, but there are some great players 
uh, who who fly around back there, and I'm thinking of Vincent King, one of them, mm. and uh, just to name you know just to name one of them, and Tom Atuatelli, who who transfers in from Navy, is going to be impressive as well. Yeah, Tom is going to be good on that defensive side. A true Mike linebacker. Probably one of the first true Mike linebackers the Bears have had in a while. They've had a bunch of Mike linebackers, but Tama is, that's his thing. He is a Mike linebacker. They're going to see him plugging that hole up uh, a lot. But the one guy that jumps out that I am super excited about, and I know Matt's practiced against him and has had to deal with him in the past, and that's big number 55, Austin Williams. Yeah, no, he's he's a pain. He's a pain to deal with. <laughs> yeah, why is he so good? How much does he weigh? This is radio, so people, uh, you can go on my Twitter account or Aaron's and and see Austin Williams, the A train. But how much? How much are we talking about? How much? Does I, he I don't weigh have down? the number in front of me, but it's got to be three fifty. Yeah, I'm pulling it up is. right now. And and because I, I was I was three hundred last year, and he definitely outweighed me. So I, it's got to be three fifty. Six five, three forty five. Three forty five, and. Great feet. He's a run plugger, strong. But you know what? There are six guys on that defensive line, and I'm thinking of guys who've really stood out this camp. Uh, Talkington, Brooks Talkington, has had a a great camp. You guys have seen him play, obviously, over the last four or five years. Um, And, you know, a guy like Nick Norris Mm -hmm. flies around. Uh, These guys are instrumental on that defensive line, and I feel really good about the pressure up front. Yeah, I think the defensive line is going to be solid. I mean, you can't go wrong when one of the most energetic players that's been at UNC for the last seven years. Seven years. Seven years he was a player here. (laughs) Is now the coach. I mean, Eddie Gonzalez, I mean, he is – was such an amazing I loved watching him play and his energy even when he was hurt he was the first guy out on the practice field the last guy to leave he was in people's ears he's going to be a perfect coach when you've got a coach like that you're going to have a good unit Henry Garrison the transfer and we were talking about transfers who are going to make an impact Garrison from East Carolina has had a really good camp as well Uh, you may be uh, a fooled by him. I mean, he's long. He may not look like the uh, the the dominating defensive lineman that you've seen in the past, but he he has been outstanding. Yeah, no, he's had a great camp, and he's one of those guys that yeah, you look at him kind of like you just mentioned, and it's like yeah, maybe okay. But you watch him play, and it's like okay, he, he sure. can play. And R.J. Potts, another leader on this defense, not to mention uh, Johnson uh, in the defensive backfield. We talked about Napke. All these guys are going to play a huge role. Uh, And Sissio, uh, you know, we talked about that defense. I mean, it is a defense that flies around. They're athletic, they're strong, and they're playmakers. That that they are. And I'm really looking forward to getting to watch Napke this year only. Had his season cut way short last year. Only was able to get, I think, four or five plays five in before, plays. before being taken down with the ACL injury. Yep. But back healthy and ready to go this season. So he's he's expecting good things. Before we go, I want I want to get uh, Matt's point of view on this offensive line. I mean that that's really his expertise, right? He's he, he played there. He was on this offensive line. We only got a couple minutes left, but I want to hear what you think about this offensive line. I think this offensive line is going to be really good, and I think it's going to surprise a lot of people because you kind of look at what happened over the offseason. We lost 
five starters, <laughs> myself graduating, and then four people transferring to FBS schools, which is great for them. And so this is pretty much an entirely new offensive line. Ethan Kramer will yep. likely be starting at left tackle. He got a few starts in last year. And then Glenn will likely be starting at center. He got some reps in games as well. But other than that, it's going to be a whole new offensive line. But being able to watch them, Coach Burns has gotten them right. And they're, I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. And, and Jackson, Jackson Hoops has an opportunity at right tackle to start. So that's a big deal for the former Valor Christian star. Aaron, thank you very much. Aaron's ready to paint his hair blue and yep. win at least six games. Matt and I will think about it. I'm Blake Olson. Thank you for watching and listening to UNC Bears football from Bears Bash. Come on down and enjoy the fun until 1 o'clock. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.